So is, are you going to intro with the... Yeah. <laughs> this is the thing. Oh, it's not on here. Oh. This is not the actual... It's a cover. Original. It's the what? Double. It's a cover. Might solve a mystery. Or rewrite... What? Are those people laughing at me? Did you add a laugh track? I'm not singing anymore. That's happening. It's like, all of a sudden, it's like, ha ha Fuck you, Zach. It's good. You're not going to zoom in, though. You're, just, you're not going to, like, fade it in. You're just going to do full blast. Full blast DuckTales. Yeah, no, we're recording. You didn't, like, like fade it in, like, hey, guys. Welcome to DuckTales. Woo-woo. <laughs> I like it because I'm uh, 50% duck right now. Like. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. I'm mostly duck egg. See, Zach was smart uh, because he used the not Disney version. So this this lady's not going to sue us. That's it? You yeah. think that lady, like, she's like, hey, you played my... I, I don't think Disney works that way. I think that Disney would say, listen, I know some lady in Virginia sang it, but <laughs> it's still the DuckTales song. Hi, and welcome back to the Harder Brunch Podcast. I'm your host, Dyke Michaels. With me, as always, my co-host, Chris King. Hello. Off mic, uh, Zach Roan, the sauce boss of Indianapolis. We'd like to do a quick retraction. I feel like last week we kind of inadvertently said that you were possibly uh, a white nationalist. That turned out incorrect. Yeah. So I said it. I meant it. Well, we said it a lot. I'm going to go ahead and uh, sprinkle that with a my bad. I don't that know if my I, bad. I think it was my bad. Yeah. And I think what happened was we definitely retracted that in the post show, but we didn't hook up the mics correctly. So it was just basically Zach saying like, I'm not a white nationalist, but it was all like, you couldn't hear a word of it. So as far as anybody listening to that one show, and if they did or did not listen to the post show, we're like, wow, that soft boss is racist. <laughs> Turns out he's not though. He's not. He's not. Our very special guest this week, uh, chef Bridget Haran is with us. Hi guys. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. So so full. Yeah, it's good because there was some question if there was enough food um, this week. You know, I did hear that. Yeah. I, I I saw it all come to the table and I was like, ah. Oh, I mean, I normally have like a whole chicken. <laughs> I was thinking about a whole chicken. And I was like, where's the whole duck? Listen, assholes. I said <laughs> every single time that we have food, it is always a situation where it's so much food, and I was like, wow, if I have a single thing more, I will die. And then that's exactly when Dyke comes out with like, hey, look at this. I also have an entire roast pig that I was going to like have you guys eat or that I forgot about. And and this time it was like, hey, it looks like enough food for four people, but not, not too much. Like this is like a regular thing. And then Zach, Nazi that he is, said, <laughs> said, oh, Chris doesn't think we have enough food. This fat bastard needs a chicken. <laughs> and that's not what happened. That's not what happened at all. Um, so this week, uh, the theme... Very proud of this theme, Duck Duck Goose. You really are. You would uh, not stop talking about it. Yeah. Well, there was a lot of labor. Work. I had to go all over the city to get all this duck. Yeah. Um, so I did a duck uh, l'orange salad with um, supreme blood oranges, uh, seared duck breast. I kind of used a uh, modification of uh, Julia Child's uh, duck l'orange um, sauce. Uh, disco duck fries. Which was very similar to the poutine that we had. I thought it was the poutine. Yeah. I thought you just like, oh, this one trick pony just make a poutine again. It was close. <laughs> I mean, it was fries. It's French just, fries. Oh, uh, let's. What, 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 do you know what the name of this podcast should be? Let's put. What can we put on fries? <laughs> just run it. Run it back. <laughs> top. Top these fries. That's what it's called. Uh, the duck confit, um, duck fries with a bechamel, and then, or I guess a Mornay sauce, 
uh, duck sausage risotto. We got, I think, the last of the smoking goose uh, duck sausage in existence. It was amazing. So good. That was uh, unbelievable. The pear. So good. Um, and then uh, uh, foie gras ice cream with uh, pistachio and cookie butter was the dessert. I cannot stress this enough. There's a really good possibility that might be the best thing I've ever had in my life. <laughs> and then, and you guys were like talking about like blue cheese ice cream. I'm like, listen, apparently I've been a uh, real asshole. I've been walking around like just eating like chocolate and strawberry ice cream. No, no, no. We need to put stinky things in there. That's what you need to do. You know, what I'm going to try next sock yogurt. Like apparently sock yogurt <laughs> is probably amazing. Like, Oh, blue cheese. You know, what's better than this duck ice cream. Blue cheese ice cream is amazing. Like an idiot. I've just been putting cherries in there. And like no. I pride myself on making creative ice creams. Like it was delicious. It was unbelievable. So it was so good. Well, thank you. I was very nervous because you are uh, baking and pastry is your background, mm-hmm. and it's definitely yeah. the thing that I'm the weakest at. So I was trying to think of something that would be good that hopefully I could not fuck up as yeah. well. That was the. It whole. Also, it's always good when someone walks in. You're like, listen, it's probably not going to be good. I'm nervous about it. So yeah. then they just say yeah. really nice things about it. So yeah. these are all the really nice things that we have to say. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> it was fire, but also now you'll never know. <laughs> What's funny is that's how we we just every guest that's ever come in here. That's what we do. It like, listen, we don't know what we're doing, yeah. and it's going to be terrible, and we're really very sorry. And then we're just always like, just so, so then thankful. If it's not, they're like. This yeah, yeah, that's what we do. We set the bar very, very low. Under promise and over deliver. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's the, we under promise. The under, why is that not our logo? <laughs> <laughs> under promise. Yeah, it's under under deliver for sure. Yeah, I'm always like my house. I got robbed. That's why the house looks like this. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> Every like, time I walked in, I was like, "Do you live here?" Yeah, no. Are you just this spotting? is just the studio. You know, what you could tell people that's actually a really good point. You could tell people like, "No, no, no. This is just this the podcast house. I don't yeah, live here. I don't live here because it doesn't look like people you think live I live here. here? That's I don't live here. That's gross. Just, I don't live here. That is disgusting. This is the podcast. I mean, like I know the service industry is struggling this week and everything, yeah. but like also like if you have to sell your things, like let yeah. us know. Not as much as Dyke's living room. This is this is this is like <laughs> this is like a house if you just came to cheat on your wife. Yeah, you know? that's like, exactly this what is it my, is. That's this exactly is, right. The bedroom's the, all this set is up. for the side bitches. Yeah. <laughs> There's running water in a bed. That's all you need. You know what's funny is I was thinking, it's been a really long time since Dyke has said something derogatory about women. Like, I think he's, <laughs> I think he's really maybe learned his lesson. And the irony like, is- I walked in today and he was like, yep. I got- <laughs> <laughs> These are my notes. I have so many things to share. I, was, I thought it was interesting that he wrote down side bitches. I thought maybe <laughs> there was something about cooking that I didn't understand. Mm-hmm. Because what he told us, completely off air is like listen Bridget's coming here we don't know her we all need to be in our best behavior and he's telling Zach and I with obviously you know Zach's a neo-nazi but I you know I was like, like that's I just like a whole chicken <laughs> that's, like that's like, I'll eat a whole chicken but I'm not going to be derogatory towards women and I just thought well that's weird I was just thinking about that that he told us that I'm like Dyke has been so on his best behavior so he's been doing this forever he's been prepping for you the entire time so there's no way he's going to screw it up sure enough side bitches first five minutes that's why it was trying to like flip the switch on you he's like I've got all these notes don't read them <laughs> A lot of material in here. So, a, a lady chef, what's that like? Oh, man. You would be surprised how many people walk in and they're like, oh, I'm looking for the man in charge. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's me. And they're like, no, 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 the man in charge. Uh, the yeah, one, yeah, the yeah. one with the penis. And I was like, oh, yeah, no, no, that's still just me. No penis. Sorry to disappoint. Any not an Audi. I'm sorry. Do you, so, do you get I that? penis, like right off the bat. That's my bad. No, it's fine. It's fine. Listen, if he's going to say side bitch in the first five minutes, <laughs> you true. have every right to drop penis. I'm, I'm taking your guys' cues. I thought any versus an Audi was, I thought that was like, wow, I didn't expect that so yeah. soon, but oh, good. That, that's also my bad. Sometimes it takes a while for people to get comfortable. I'm glad you came, you came right into it. I work in kitchens, so yeah. I have heard 
it all <laughs> at some point or another. Is that, is that, I guess, I don't know. I feel Sometimes my... I hear it like behind my back. Sometimes I hear it right to my face. <laughs> like that's even more impressive. It's like you felt the need to say that out loud. Is that the people <laughs> like I'm here and I'm a person. Mm-hmm. I know I'm a lady, but ladies can hear. Yeah. Oh my God. Is that, is that something you get? I mean, is that still happening? Because you are, your credentials are pretty impressive. I mean, thank you. Uh, right. And then I, is it, but is that still happening with, you know, uh, in 2020, in 2020, in 2020 like, that people are like, what I will say is there are so many amazing female chefs in indie right now. Right. It's like, and it's like, I mean, amazing chefs in general. I hate that term. Like female chef. Like I just a chef. Yeah. Like, right. 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 I really, I'm way less like girly than I am a chef. Like, but it's also, I mean, it's like, that's, it makes it a lot easier in Indianapolis. I think right now, I think other places it might be difficult, but you would be surprised people. It's like, oh, I'm supposed to be in the kitchen at home making you sandwiches, but like, God forbid I do it professionally. <laughs> I heard one time, this was the craziest misogyny I've ever, like I've ever heard, like specifically, like uh, I, I was buying food from a baker one time and there was a problem and I had been complaining about it multiple times. And then the third time, I was like, oh, I'm sorry, we have a lady baker. <laughs> And I was like, that doesn't even make sense. Like, your misogyny isn't even good, bro. Yeah, yeah, like, what yeah. are you doing? Like, you're saying, like, women can't bake. What? You like, can't. Is she also blind? Or, I mean, what are the other things happening? I've heard, though, you know how you have to, like, cakes have to, you know, in a situation where you, what, what is the cake you can't, you have to be really careful so it doesn't deflate? What is that? Souffle. Souffle? Yeah, you can't put vag- vag- vaginas too close to a souffle. No, <laughs> I haven't heard that. It will deflate instantly. instantly. You would be surprised, but when you put a vagina close to it, it deflates. Right away. It yeah. moves away. It yeah. becomes Lots an innie as well. Mm-hmm. It, you can't have two out. You can't have an Audi versus an innie. The souffle is like, okay, I'll do that too. Yeah. He's a penis. <laughs> so bridget uh i was i was looking you up um on online uh to to learn more about you yeah because i kind of assaulted you we were like out in public and i was like i know you and you're like i don't know you. I have, <laughs> no i don't know i was like do i owe this person money <laughs> we were also it was like like 1 a.m on like a friday and i was like oh yeah i know you like just i don't really i, don't I, I can't imagine i have definitely seen you at some point and therefore i feel the need to talk to you right now <laughs> Well, it's it's funny because like uh, I used to get recognized for a, from from cooking a lot, and now it's usually more for comedy. Mm-hmm. So I just come from a comedy event, and then you were like, "No, I I know you from, from Blackacre," and I was like, "Oh, that's cool." And then you said, "Yeah," because I knew you from like a while ago, and I had I thought I'm not like you died, but I was like I just assumed he like left the city or because of the I assumed the sexism. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just run out of town on rails. <laughs> I uh, I assume like, it's... Oh, God, there's too many female chefs. I gotta go. <laughs> For but, me... But I saw you, and I was like, oh, I do know you. <laughs> For me, it's like a Goodwill hunting thing. You know how Ben Affleck, every day he walks up the door and hopes that Matt Damon's not there? Every day I walk up the door, I'm like, I bet he's out of town. <laughs> I bet he did die. They finally got him. He just, he keeps, he's like, he opens the door like, oh, my God, he is still alive. But I, like, I'm said it out loud. I was like, oh, yeah, I know you. And then you, like, didn't, you were, I was like, from you cooking, and you, like, didn't react immediately. And I was like, oh. <laughs> you, you you had not but, the same guy did you think it was oreo same. jones because i do that sometimes. <laughs> sometimes even though i've known him for a while like hey doc how's it going he's like no no no, i'm oreo jones like no 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 you're definitely my friend doc michael's like dude i'm in the middle of a show right now i'm absolutely <laughs> oreo Sir, jones please get off the stage <laughs> Oreo Jones looks like uh, like the Pokemon evolution of me. You know, <laughs> you guys don't look a little look bit alike taller, a little bit better. <laughs> you guys look nothing alike. I just say that because I remember. I think I don't know if Oreo Jones, if Oreo Jones said he gets a lot of people that think that you're him or the other way around. But one of you said that to me. I don't know because you both look alike. <laughs> <laughs> and, and like, could have been either of you. Could have been either of you. I don't know. 
But I think it's funny because you don't look anything like alike at all. But uh, I do remember what grabbed my attention is when you said that you were the head chef at a brewery. Mm-hmm. Oh, for saying the name. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I am I am a head chef at a brewery. Yes. Okay. I didn't know if we were saying the name of the brewery. Oh, I think that yeah, we, I, okay. I work for Brewdog. Okay. Yeah, so. we could say that. I mean she that's the whole deal, right? That's I, yeah. I, I, is where I work. Uh, <laughs> so like, we oh man, to... then it comes out it's like she doesn't even work there. Yeah. But the, she's wearing the shirt. Well, she's actually Oreo Jones. <laughs> <laughs> elaborate disguise you sons of bitches it's always i am warrior jones this is how much we don't look alike i'm a lady so um so uh i, I was like that's really cool and then i feel like i kind of like harassed you to be on the podcast i was like you have to come i do a brunch podcast <laughs> it's about the service industry uh because you you're you were like the the exact guest that we want it's really we do sometimes we get service industry people and sometimes we get comedians and the problem is comedians are just the dregs of society. So wow. like the, the I could say that about many a service industry. You could, but myself I, included. I don't know that I would say that about guests that we've had, but you go ahead. <laughs> like, keep going. Only the You've com- already only the comics. your female yeah. audience. Yeah. I mean we just what else? Yeah, that's wow. I can't believe how how, how quickly you've alienated so many people <laughs> in such a short amount of time. Uh, social distancing. But, That's uh, what you're doing. Yeah. Hashtag I've, social distancing. I've been practicing it for years. We literally only have Nazis listening now. Wow. That's, just That's right. That's right. Just Welcome to the All Right Brunch podcast. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm your host, Milo Hitleranopolis. <laughs> the title of this episode is Comedians are the Dregs of Society. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Um, but no, I, I, I was really excited because uh, comics want to come on the show. Because they know they get a free meal, whereas like service industry people, a lot of us are working. A lot of us are working on the weekend, so we don't always have an opportunity. And I ask a lot of small business owners too, and they're just like, "I'm so behind on stuff. Yeah. I don't know if I have two hours just to like, you know, play around. This is yeah. playing around like comics." It was a good week for me to come on because there's nothing else happening. <laughs> oh, something yeah. going on this week? Oh, just a sale, <laughs> just kind a of fire sale. Yeah. Essentially, the Earth is on a, taking a nap. <laughs> Well, this is the most casual times. But uh, as I was looking up um, some of your some of your stuff on on the social media, I saw we have a lot of things in common um, uh, with our work history. You used to be a head cook at a summer camp. Is that true? Yeah. Uh, how many years? How long did you do that for? Uh, I did it for four summers. That's awesome. Yeah. Was this when you were like a wee? It was wee when person? I was. It was when I was way back when I had first started at the art institute, uh, and then I. Yeah, <laughs> I worked there over the summer. I worked for a catering company during the year. Um, and then as I moved up through the catering company, they were like, yeah, we really can't give you three months off every year. And I was like, well, that's fair. Did you love working yeah. at the camp? It was fun. Yeah, I gr- I kind of grew it's up different. It's yeah. like a different kind of, you know, it's like and you cook for I mean, kids who are like the most it's like the worst critics I've ever had. Oh, sure. It's like really aggressive comments. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had someone critique my food the way that children have. Uh, what, for example, what would they say? Uh, well, one girl, she said, I I mean, I assume similar to Zach, but she only eats white food. <laughs> <laughs> he does. She, yeah. yeah she's like, cut the crust off everything. And I served something one day and it was like, her parents had written it down as like her allergy sheet. And I was like, well, that's not real. That's not an allergy. Yeah. yeah. You, I'm not going to do that. Dirty looks. No yeah. one's allergic to dirty looks. Yeah. So you then she said that, she's, I don't know, maybe like 10. And she was like, your food is crap. Wow. I mean, that's, I'm going to go back to my, 
my tent. I'm going to cry for a little bit. Like, <laughs> was she allergic geez. to crap? To be fair, was she allergic to Was that listed? Crap. Yeah, it's brown. It's not white. That's what she gets. I mean, that's, she told she you. She can't have it. <laughs> <laughs> and those are long hours, too. Like, you're getting up before the entire camp and yeah. you're cooking out. How many, how many people? There were the like camp 300 hole. to 500, yeah, like so girls and are, staff. Yeah. Yeah. So you're three meals a day. So it was like, yeah. Wednesday night they camped out. That was the best night. Then I would like go into town and just get so drunk to forget about all the, <laughs> all the crap I was making. Girls <laughs> that are yelling at really, your crap. Really bullied. <laughs> girls are mean. Uh, yeah. So the, yeah, the camp that I worked at, that was one of my first jobs. I started off as a, like basically a dishwasher food prep person mm-hmm. and then worked my way up to that head cook position. Uh, but yeah, I don't feel like a lot of people have done that. I, I feel like to do that when you're young too, it's mm-hmm. it's like, you feel like you're really doing this like, seri- yeah. I mean, it is a serious. Well, and it teaches you, I think a lot about like ordering and things that you don't mm-hmm. always get. I mean, when you first start in the service industry, they're like, you know, go wash these dishes, go, you know, bust tables if you need to help run food. Like you don't really cook that much at the beginning, but it's like when you start there, it's like, it's a very real way to start like ordering, doing inventory, things like that, that you don't oftentimes get when you first start in any like traditional restaurant job i learned some big le- that's where i learned that um you should go ahead and cook that sausage all the way through people don't like <laughs> medium rare sausage nope especially children yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're not big fans of it yeah uh <laughs> what you wait is there a story behind you your uncooked sausage I like I need to hear this. No. <laughs> you're just like what i learned was that you cook food all the way well yeah, yeah buddy i was, I, know, was that's a, that's... I was 16 and i'd cooked ground beef before so i was just like yeah ground beef's a little pink sometimes well, they yeah, just let the 16 year old when it comes in like the 30 pound log yeah, yeah. oh yeah. And, yeah yeah i don't remember Cooking that when i was 300 people i don't remember getting a medium rare burger at camp i don't know that that's where that happens because the stuff that they're making it's like sushi you know when you have sushi it's like sushi grade fish you know you don't just like take whatever catfish out of it no one no one's making sushi out of catfish you know what i'm saying so it seems like that's what maybe you were maybe trying to do i burnt myself a lot too a lot of a lot of burns a lot of yeah. cuts i didn't really have good knife skills back then interestingly enough you burned yourself but you didn't cook the meat fully i yeah. think you're avoiding this question what did you do with that sausage hey i saw <laughs> i saw a girl put a giant serving spoon in the microwave when i was at camp right it what? Was just, it's just it's just children it's just children i mean 16 People that don't have a lot of life experience yet. Like, yeah. I mean, I learned a lot about like food safety and food prep and like literally that's where I learned that you had to like fully cook sausage. Oil. I didn't know. Yeah. Was that as a 16 year old dummy? Not, like an adult there? There was. They were the one that was like, cook the sausage dummy. You know, like I can't. <laughs> I feel like, but it would feel Get like it was like. spoon out of the microwave. Like, no, no, no. Get the serving spoon out of the microwave. Right, that's a, put, cook that sausage out of the way. Just running around yelling at these idiots. It's like, it's honestly like the movie Hook, except you're responsible for the safety of quite a few people. Yeah. yeah. That's uh, yeah. I mean, you both said yeah. Like that is dystopian, terrifying. Yeah. This is the first time I'm hearing this, and it's like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it is like hook. That except you're responsible. Ten years ago, oh. but it was also like uh, I feel like every time the health inspector came, there was like you better, <laughs> they were like the health. They were like your guys' kitchen is cleaner than most kitchens in the city. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think it's like you literally because you don't really. Those are the only skills that you know. Like I know when I first started, made my first like catering job. It's like I at one point was like brushing the top of every mushroom with a dry towel because I was like, oh, yeah, they told you to do this in school. And the sous chef came in and was like, what are you doing? <laughs> he was like, this is an event for 400 people. Like, yeah. you got to move a little yeah. quicker. But it's like you I mean, when you first got out of school, you're like, these are the things that I know how to clean. I know how to like wash vegetables. And that's all I've got. Like, yeah. This kitchen will be perfectly clean. <laughs> yeah. I know how to do everything by the book. Not necessarily quickly or, I can or wipe efficiently, it down. efficiently or. 
I can wipe it down. I'm not going to cook that sausage all the way, but it will be a clean sausage. You... Don't tempt the sausage, but like the kitchen will be clean. <laughs> <laughs> Don't definitely cut that thing open. You went to, uh, are you a Catholic, former Catholic, mm-hmm. Catholic school? Yeah. Wow. Me too. Did you ever go to Camp Rancho Formosa at all? I did. That's I used. That's the camp that yep. I worked at. Yeah. Did you ever have a rancid sausage that made you super sick? <laughs> so, you uh, know, I, I think remember that part of it, but that could, I mean, also be like you bit in a sausage and things started oozing out. Like somebody yeah. didn't cook this all the way, and I'm only eight. What is this? I'm going to be a chef. That's what we, maybe that's what we're doing. And she's like, I'm going to be a chef, so I'll never make this mistake. <laughs> like, Whoever cooked this was the worst chef ever. I'm like, going to grow. Can I get up- a food thermometer in this table, <laughs> <Yeah>. please? <laughs> Everything I know about cooking is because I made a horrible mistake sometime yeah, yeah, in my yeah. life. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I remember uh, when I was in school, they had uh, one of our last classes of like the entire program. They had the Food Network was doing videos. It was vi- it was all videos that was going to go up on their like online content. So it wasn't like for TV, but they had like TV crews in there. Yeah. And someone had just handed me like last minute, like all these scallops to like finish and i was like okay i was like is this uh is this clarified butter because i didn't prep any of it and yeah like, yeah it is it wasn't <laughs> so i just burning all these scallops and there's like a tv crew right <laughs> my face and we're like the senior class like, no pressure <laughs> we're the senior class is putting on like a thing for the food network and it's like here's an idiot burning scallops <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> <he's> like, <laughs> so mad about it <laughs> Like that's that's what they were like trying to do. Like, hey, yeah, yeah, it's totally whatever that whatever that butter is. You said I honestly don't know. Yeah. As far as I know, it was bleach. And then that was the <laughs> that was the movie they were taking. They were hoping like yeah, just take a picture of this idiot burning the scallops. That's good TV. Well, it's actually like a documentary about like how culinary <laughs> schools are not preparing. Yeah, yeah that's absolutely right. That's what shut them down. You what, burning those scallops. What has been your if you don't? I mean, feel if you feel like sharing. Uh, what has been your worst like professional like day? like this everything went wrong or like one wow. huge thing because i have some that have stuck out in my mind i mean they're okay. there i'll never forget oh, no i've got one it okay. like okay. rapidly came to Good, the yeah. um so i at one point was um at a, not gonna name the place but i was <laughs> i was cleaning the meat slicer and i'd like taken the time to like i was unplugged like i was like cleaning it really well like we were getting ready to put it away because we didn't use that often and um so i had the blade turn it and i and a girl walked by she thought she was plugging in the dehydrator oh my God. turn it on it oh took off the entire top of my middle finger <laughs> and i i have peripheral neuropathy so i i don't feel things in my fingertips and so i like saw the blood i was like oh, i nicked myself like yeah i was like so i like start to get you know i was like i was a sushi chef at the time i was like hey like let's get some uh everybody put gloves on like what should, can we get you know bleach i'm gonna rinse my hand i'm gonna come back put a glove on put a, and so i'm under you know the hands wash hand rinse my hand rinse my hand. and the girl comes up and she's like um chef and I was like, yeah. And she was like, uh, where's your finger? And I was like, oh. I like, pulled it up. And I was like, it's not where I left it. And I had like thrown away the glove. I was like, oh, she was like, my God. Do you need me to find it? And I was like, no. I was like, at this point, like, it's a lost cause. I've already said goodbye to it. I didn't even realize it was gone. Like, what? And so I literally had I'm to, looking like, at your hand this entire conversation. <laughs> yeah. So it took off like the whole top of my nail, like shaved down to the bone. My nail grew back okay, which is good. <laughs> what I guess. finger was it? This one. Yeah. So then I had like a really nice on my middle finger that's like I had to hold it up for the I mean couple like weeks. Yeah. I like got clotting powders like trying to make it stop. It's not stopping bleeding. And finally our head chef was like, you have to go to the hospital. Yeah. No, like it's I can't feel it. It's fine. I just need to get the bleeding to stop and then it'll be fine. Like somebody give me some somebody go get me some super glue. And she was like, yeah, you have to go to the hospital. Super glue. 
I got to tell you, when you asked that ridiculous question, <laughs> I did not expect that it would end with her trying to glue her finger down. I didn't expect He sent that. me his notes, so I knew what to do. <laughs> you knew what to expect. Like, I got a good one. I'm going to cut my finger off and put super glue to stop that. First of all, a couple things. I didn't, ex- I don't know. I don't, so many things. Uh, I, I don't know what the thing is. You get me a notebook. I have notes. I have so many notes from that. What is the, what did you call it where you can't feel your fingertips? What's that called? Neuropathy. And so it's like peripheral neuropathy. Is it just your fingertips or is it? It's usually your extremities. Okay. Like my dad has really bad in his feet. Some of his cousins have it. So, so was that just if like somebody took a hammer to your toes, you'd be like, oh, that's fine. Feel the pressure. It would break the bone. Yeah. I mean, it's not gonna, it's not gonna be good. Yeah. I mean, it's not gonna be good. Be like, yeah, it's not gonna be like, a but then the flip situation. side is like, I don't stop bleeding. Oh. At, a, at a decent time because it's like it's, all the nerve endings are kind of damaged so it's like it's not like oh you should start clotting it's yeah like, yeah oh i didn't know that that's why you need the forever. super glue you've yeah. been super gluing your parts all well, over it's the like, place and the clotting powder is supposed to like burn like it's burns when you like if i put it on, it would burn but it's like i just was like putting packet after packet and people were just watching me like what is happening and i was like give me more and they're like there's there's no more they, <laughs> it's like, oh. and then it looks kind of like black pepper but it's also like Bloody, I'm so sorry. This was a really this is the no, this is amazing. <laughs> like, yeah. I gotta tell you, he asked that question. This is and, what I wanted. <laughs> and as as he was asking the question, I'm like, I cannot wait to rip him up for this ridiculous question. It's just that's crazy. And then immediately, like, I have a story. Like, yeah, I'm sure I'll be fine. I wasn't expecting like, hey, I'm an X Men. I didn't expect that. It's aggressively like the worst day because it's also like we. It was a busy Saturday. I think we had like yeah. six or seven events that like we needed to put on. It's like right. Yeah, you were I pissed. You like, were you were mad. I literally was you? like, I no, like I'm fine. Somebody get me some super glue. Like you gotta I just, keep going because it's also like I mean I can't feel it, so it's like it's gonna be fine. Just glue it down. It's not like I'm in pain. Like it's gonna be great. You're a superhero. That's a superhero situation. But, this is the not the Sixth Sense. What's the one with Bruce Willis? Invincible. Is that what? What is that movie? Unbreakable. 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 <laughs> I mean, obviously you're breakable, but yeah. you just, apparently it just, was <laughs> it was fully broken. I yeah. just couldn't feel it. Super glue will solve the problem. It's gonna it's gonna be fine. That's yeah. it. I didn't. I, I I'll tell you what. I. I had to be like convinced. They were like, "You have to go to the hospital." I was like, "Okay." So like, go are get you... my keys, and they're like, "You've lost a lot of blood. Someone else needs to drive you." I was yeah, like, you guys are ruining my entire day. <laughs> I can't do anything right. I can't work. I can't drive. Is that I can't stop bleeding? Come on. Is that convenient or inconvenient for being in the service industry? Because I have cut myself so many times. It is a really good party trick. It's cutting your finger off. No, no, no. But like being like, "Oh, I can touch this pan," and they're like, "That's still burning you." And I'm like, "It sure is." But <laughs> God forbid I ever need like a fingerprint because it's like oh, it's gone. <laughs> it's gone. I've been I've been putting my fingers on pans nonstop. It's, it's gone. Like my whole time coming up in kitchens, there, there's always those chefs that are like chef hands, and they I feel like they always try to grab something that they shouldn't just be you know. But like you can really do that. Well, it's like early in the kitchen, I was like, oh, I like touched the caster, and I was like, oh yeah, it's fine. And then I like, grab with my palm, and my palm's like, yeah, no, I still have feeling. Like put that down. <laughs> wow, that is very because you said we had a whole conversation about oven mitts because uh you know. Zach collects them. Mm-hmm. Zach, he loves oven mitts. He has a huge collection of oven mitts. They're all over his house, just like a various, it's embarrassing. If anybody listening, if you have an extra oven mitt, send it to Zach. He loves oven mitts. And you and you were just like scoffing at him like, I, I don't use oven mitts. But I thought you were just making fun of him because that's what we do. But you, you <laughs> literally, you don't need an oven mitt. You I didn't know just... the white supremacy thing yet, or I totally would latch on. You know that. what's funny? Is, I, I heard you I know like, what's oh, so funny is how that. many different oven mitts can reflect white nationalism <laughs> nazism i i just there's so many variations you would you would be shocked yeah. honestly you'd be shocked but also it's like people know that like i that i cook and so it's like they oftentimes <laughs> will like for events they'll give you 
you know, a gift or something. And so it's like, yeah. oh, oftentimes it'll be like an oven mitt or like a spatula. Yeah. And you're like, oh, thank you. I needed this Betty Boop spatula. I love this. <laughs> but you, you don't need, need it. this Pac-Man oven mitts. It's great. The gift could be, hey, this is a hot pan that I'm giving you as a gift. Mm-hmm. and you're But you're going to need a mitt. And like, I'll just take it. You grab it with your full out mitts and yeah. nothing happens. I did not know this podcast was going to go this way. Yeah. So it's you uh, you worked at the camp. Uh, We're just glossing over that with the camp. We're just going to keep. The, you don't have any. He's super- like, you know what? That's boring. Cut that whole section. Anyway, <laughs> sorry about this whole super situation. But back to the camp. Like we get it. Dyke worked at a camp. Dyke worked at a camp one time. Let's completely gloss over the fact that she's Bruce Willis and let's talk about the camp. I was no. I was I was trying to move past the camp too. I was. I thought I was on a good segue. Yeah. I was like, you worked at a camp. You worked yeah. for caters. Uh, you went to the Art Institute. Uh, and then, so when did you, what, what was your transition from being a sous chef to being a head chef? Um, I I feel like, it, like I, I work really hard, but I also feel like I've been really opportune and like I've been the right place at the right time a lot mm-hmm. of times. And so it's like people see the work I'm doing and they're like, oh, you know, that's awesome. And so I was working for the um, catering company and, and another chef was like, hey, like I'm looking for a pastry chef sous chef. And so I went and I worked uh, up in Fishers for a little bit. And it's like, that was awesome. And it was cool because I got to a little bit, you know, not just kind of help on the administrative side of like being a sous chef, but also like get to create pastries and like desserts and things. And I always have kind of like the transition between like savory and sweet. And um, so that was awesome. And then uh, I got a really cool opportunity to be sort of a um, sous chef for a new restaurant, but also be a corporate chef mm-hmm. wow. and to go around to different locations and um do the part of my job that i don't like which is like administration and like organization but it's also something like i really i'm good at doing and so it kind of got to help go around and put this together and then the spot opened up for to be a head chef and i moved up and it was awesome and uh then the opportunity with Brewdog opened up and i've kind of i love beer and i miss working with beer i used to work up in fishers with like a brewery and restaurant and so kind of right place right time and i applied and they were like yeah we think we're really excited about it so it's awesome so, fun. so what was that like? What was your like original doing the baking and pastry? Because mm-hmm. like I've said a million times to you today, like I, I'm really scared of it just because it is it is an exact science and yeah. it's really easy to fuck something up. I feel like if you fuck something up when you're cooking, there's a lot of cheats to like. It's still okay. Yeah. You're like it's gonna <laughs> be like, fine. Yeah, if Put you salt in there, you mess up a cake, you've just ruined a cake. You yeah. Know? Um. So what was your like when you were in school? What was the difference between like what you thought your path was going to be? And then were you always pretty comfortable with savory cooking? Cause I know some people are like the opposite, like the inverse. Mm-hmm. They're like, I can bake, but Oh, I can't. Yeah. But obviously you can do both. My thing is like, I'm, I'm not a big fan of sweets. I would always prefer to get, you know, another appetizer or like another entree, a snack than like a dessert. Um, but my grandfather decorated cakes for a long time. And so he knew that I always loved art. I've always kind of loved science. And so I was like, <laughs> that, that seemed like the natural path. Mm-hmm. Um, because at the time, it's like I really felt like if I wanted to like exert that sort of artistic side of me, it was going to be in desserts. Um, what I think is super cool about culinary, especially like every year it changes, like it's very much still like a beautiful, like making the plates beautiful is like the first thing you see. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so it's like I loved decorating cakes. So I was like, that's what I want to do. I want to decorate cakes. Like that's going to be my thing. So I was make cakes, do it. But uh, you're not wrong. If you like mess up a cake, it's like, well, then you wait that's it. 45 minutes and you're like, oh, this is. <laughs> <laughs> I really need to fix this. Um, but it's like then the flip side is I mean, culinary also is there are, there's a lot more you can do with it, I think. And so I've always liked kind of bridging the gap between savory and sweet and making 
you know, desserts that are a little more savory, a little more like salty flavored and, you know, doing entrees that sort of have like a sweet element that you don't expect. Okay. Yeah. So when I, when I worked at that camp, um, to bring everything back <laughs> to me, uh, back. Uh, hey, I don't know. Did if, I mention I worked? I don't know if you, Bridget, I don't know if you know this, but Dyke, uh, used to work at a camp once. Yeah. Uh, he cooked. There. How do you feel about sausages? He possibly, <laughs> gave, he, he, probably, he possibly gave Bridget a raw sausage, which is what turned her into a superhero. <laughs> this go is, go I ahead love with your when camp. people are like, he gave her a raw sausage. Let's <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he, I don't know if you call that raw dogging. That oh my God. You know what's funny is she was more appropriate than you were. Although I said the raw no, we were, everyone right. was looking at you when you said that. Like, what are you talking I was, about? I was, like, I was doing a whole thing about like that raw hot dog or bratwurst or whatever you gave her that turned her into the superhero that she became. Let me be frank. He's never given me. He's <laughs> never given me a raw sausage. Just, we just say that out loud. Oh God, that's just, I did it. I inadvertently I mean, did it. That uh, remember the talk we had before the podcast? We did. Chris? We had a podcast. We did. We talked all about it. And I'm like, that's weird that we had to talk about it. And then you said uh, the side bitches or whatever. Female guest ever. Yeah. No, this is it. This is why we we put a bunch of vitamins in all of our drinks. And I didn't give you one because I hope they were vitamins. Dyke said, "Don't give the lady medicine." Like, okay. I was like, "Is this a pill floating in my drink? What's happening?" Which, to be fair, everyone had pills in their drinks. You know, I out of like, context. I don't really. I realized, like, at that point, I was like, I don't really know any of these people. I yeah. came to this random yeah. house, right, with no furniture, no furniture. Yeah, they give this drink has a pill in it. This, I don't is, know what's this is how a lot of crime podcasts. Yeah. Are, honestly, it's like I, I walked like, in oh, this house. Okay, they're they're merging the gap. <laughs> It's like, true. We, we like really to, want to get more into true crime. We, we create our true crime here on the. I was like, I don't know if you guys have heard. We've never heard about it, but this thing, you know, yeah. in Indianapolis, it's like they and then this girl went missing. <laughs> they get missing. Like apparently, it's a comedy podcast inception into a true crime podcast <laughs> because we drug all the people that yeah. come on here. But each, each of them it belonged to one of uh, Zach's victims. <laughs> That's why, That's why he's got so many. Someday we're going to do that podcast. It's going to be riveting. No, but when I uh, it was probably the same summer I was I was God, cooking up raw sausage. Uh, <laughs> now I've done it. Creating superheroes. Uh, no, I had to make uh, we had to make birthday cakes for the kids, and it was just it was. You were at a different kind of camp. Than I was. <laughs> well, this was. I was like, here's an extra serving of pancakes. Every every, every kid. Don't throw a... away your retainer. I will not dig through the trash can <laughs> again. Despite but... what you think is my job, that is not it. I've definitely dug through the trash to get what, retainers. Uh, oh my god, there's so it's, many. Questions. It's always walking taco day. You're like, yeah. no, stop putting your retainer inside of a napkin mm. inside of your Frito bag. Like, do something different. Whatever. You threw a finger away. <laughs> Like, like, but it was it. she threw it she was immediately like i could probably still get like no that finger's gone like no seriously i can see it there it is like it's fine i'm totally but fine but that would be like me being like you know what yeah go dig through that trash can find that finger yeah teacher i threw my finger yeah. away you were being overly apologetic like no i'm not gonna do to you what those kids with the trainers do to yeah. me leave my finger where that's it is literally was like it was, that's all coming back to me now it's i don't like, want to oh, be that God, guy don't just, be that guy just some glue the girl who plugged in the thing is like sobbing i was like it's really fine and she was like your finger is gone i was like but i can't feel it yeah, yeah. this happens it's to me all the time fine. i'm like waving it around trying to apologize i'm like do you need a hug and she's like please don't touch me i, yeah. <laughs> I just feel like you're just spewing blood everywhere like just give me a hug like don't anyone every really bad comedy you've ever like seen where it's just like a blood packet just spurting everywhere that's (laughs) That's exactly what it was i didn't know that fingernails would grow back the kitchen was very nice (laughs) fingernails definitely grow back that's why the bed of the fingernail was still it so they were like it might grow so at first it like grew in sort of a weird angle for a while Uh, (laughs) like up like just like 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 literally just like at like like going this way this part of the nail is not 
there it just went obviously you guys can see this because this is yeah. a podcast i like there's, <laughs> there's never a time on this podcast where we don't do anything that is very like, specifically visual about? and they're like no we always do a visual on our sound <laughs> podcast no it's totally fine so I'm gonna finish this story. Um, I know we keep trying to get away from it. So and he keeps back coming back. They're like, anyway, you have a very interesting I'm job like, right did now. Did I mention that I can't touch anything? And <laughs> yeah. I touch me, and you he's like, you know whole... what? Shut up, Bridget. Let's talk about my camp experience. Yes, that's exactly what we're doing. We had You're to a make, superhero well, and an amazing job, which we haven't talked about her current job at all. And had, she can touch all the hot pans. And but had back... to do with cake. So I had to make a cake. <laughs> I'm, I'm listening. We were just. It was a mix. You know, it was just like you make a mix. It was hard to fuck up. But uh, I, I made the this... one that's like just add water. Yeah, and you're like, yeah. Why? Like, what cool. is it in here that it's just water? Like... It was just yeah, it was just water, and then and then you make the icing and put it on, and then someone had come along in the kitchen, and they had just taken it before it was even iced. They just took a piece of the middle of the cake out, like <laughs> like a side piece of just like uniced uniced cake. Yeah, and just ate it. And I was like, what are you doing, you maniac? Like, who does that? <laughs> and so I'm like, you know, 16, and I'm like, I got. Some little girl. This is this is her birthday. You know, this is her special. Are you day. looking for the little girl? Right no, now? I thought, I thought my dog was. The dog was there. He, he was, was like, he was doing some witchcraft in the other room. I don't want to say anything weird about this little girl that ate that cake. So, so instead of, I think that's the line. Is it's like, don't ever mention little girls. Yeah, like, talk about putting raw sausage at people. Wow, <laughs> keep revisiting it. Talk about Nazis, but like, don't talk about yeah. little girls. Uh, so my solution was, I just made extra icing. And I just filled that empty space in with complete icing. And then I iced the whole cake. You know, that's a whole thing that people do now. Is they cut out the middle of the cake and they put like M&Ms in it. Oh. And it's like, it's a whole thing. You, I you mean, could you, have invented You started that. a trend. What? It's well, you literally a thing. You like, cut out the middle of the cake. You put, like, I mean, just like, what? You put dollar bills. You put, I mean, M&Ms. <laughs> dollar like, bills? So, so they're, Listen. So they're, they're, okay. When you cut into the cake, then it's like, oh, it's like an extra surprise. Let like, me tell you this. As you much started as, a trend. Let me tell you Chocolatey this. dollar bills. As much as I would love to get money from my cake, I'll tell you, once you find a filthy dollar bill in your <laughs> like, cake, like, well, now it's put garbage. Put your cake down. No one eats the cake. <laughs> Everybody put the cake down. There was a filthy 10. It's like a king, it's like a king cake, but instead of a baby, yeah. you get dollar it's, bills. It's, it's currency that has been yeah. transferred from any number of strange hands. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's a felony now. Yeah, everyone step yeah. away from the cake. Yeah. There's a 10 in it. There's no way that Excise is coming like in wandering. like, oh, what are you doing to that cake? I'm putting filthy money in it. It's, it's, it's something people look forward to. Like, He's like I don't sir, think so. Like, this is a this is a camp. Yeah, you're gonna have to leave. <laughs> this is Step this is what happens it. when babies are in Charles' room. Like, put some money in it. Like, no, no, don't put. God damn it, stop putting fucking money in the in the cakes. That's filthy. Let me specify: when you put the money in the cake, there's like a tube in the middle of the cake. No. It doesn't touch no, the cake. No, no, no. Tube didn't happen till later. I don't buy it. Listen, so, finger lady. She's cutting off fingers. She's like, hey, the prize in this cake is my finger. Like, stop. Those aren't prizes. Yeah. Those are filthy. A 10, uh, a quarter, your fingertip. A stop nub. putting it in the cakes. That's what the weirdest thing for me is like, the whole idea of a king cake is like, oh, I'm digging through this cake. Oh, here's a baby. I win. Like, I've never found a baby anywhere and been like, I win. It's always like, oh, God. Something's terrible happens happened here. <laughs> So, so basically, anyway. never put anything in a cake. <laughs> that's not what you said earlier. Uh, <laughs> that's what people are doing. They're putting dollar bills in cake. Yeah, we'll hold you yeah. to that. You can put, if you find a raw sausage in let the middle of the cake. Jesus, let me tell you what I learned from this. Don't eat the cakes at Rudolph. <laughs> like, oh, there's a dollar in here. Like, I'd give you $20 to not put dirty money in my yeah. cake. Anyway. <laughs> so so you're now, you're, so now you're this head chef at this brewery. 
Um, but it is a corporate chain, mm-hmm. correct? And and you're going around. And part of your job is training, uh, setting up other kitchens. I'm yeah. assuming and training staff. Yeah, it's super cool. It's they originally started in Scotland, um, and it was kind of like the first like craft brewery over there. And so they've got a bunch of them around the world. But what I really like about it is that each different location they set up, they go there because they have these community investors that like want you to to go to that location. And so like we came to Indianapolis because we had a bunch of like followers in Indianapolis. They're really excited about the beer. And so it's like, then we try to make each location something special. So it's definitely a lot of fun, but yeah, I get to like travel a little bit, which is awesome. I get to go kind of see different locations and sort of help set them up, which is really fun. How much leeway do you get as far as like the menu goes? So we, uh, each year, uh, we do three different times a year that we do menu submissions. So any person throughout the entire company, whether you are a line cook, whether you're a server, whether you are a head chef, dishwasher, you can submit recipes. And then Uh we go through basically like a, um, checks and balances thing. And so it's like, yes, no, yes, no. Then we have a big cook off and you kind of decide what goes in the menu. Uh, but any like special events, any brunch items, any features that are happening in Annapolis, like I get to do it. But I also, it's like, before I was ever head chef, I was like a sous chef. I was a line cook. It's like, those are the people who have the coolest ideas sometimes. So I'm always, I try to make sure that they definitely also have some creative freedom. That's awesome. I just know that BrewDog, I, the first time I heard about BrewDog was the, um, I think we saw that beer. The, the biggest thing that stuck out was they did the, uh, the crazy squirrel beer mm-hmm. from that. Like they did the, do you remember that Dyke? They did the super high ABV uh, beer that the bottle was in the squirrel. Uh, it was like a like a taxidermy squirrel. It's you don't like remember a this? growler. Yeah. Oh. But yeah. it's inside of a squirrel. And nice. anybody listening to this should look it up. Is that the squirrel is his like literally looking straight up and it's an actual squirrel and they stuck a bottle in there and it's a super I just remember the ABV was super, super high or whatever it was. Um and that's what I remember about Brewdog. And that was my question. I didn't know if that if Brewdog was like culturally it was just continually like really the first thing when you type into google is brewdog serves world's strongest beer out of dead yeah, squirrels there it is, squirrel beer. There it is right squirrels. there right out of the gate <laughs> looking at the looking at the tv we have in here looking at brewdog squirrel beer and yeah there it is that's it that's it oh yeah that's dude, it i do remember this yeah now. and i remember that because i think i was so they like they, to have fun yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, i mean the names of the beer they have like an albino squid assassin like they do they do elvis juices when they're tops and when they originally yeah. did it um, Elvis Presley's family tried to sue them, so the original owners both legally changed their name to Elvis. So it's like they I mean they have fun. <laughs> that is awesome. That's so cool. No, they're just. I remember this being like a huge controversy because I think that they may have killed the squirrels. Like they, I, I knew they were real. There was a whole deal. Um, I think from like PETA or something like that with these squirrels because they're actually real. We it lost seems, the vegan community for a while. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like it just seems like a really fun place to work, though. It seems like it's freaking awesome. I'm talking to Bridget. She's on her phone right now. Like, you know, <laughs> I'm trying about- to find somebody sent me a picture of the squirrel like dress. They still have right one. Well, no, but they still have one uh, at the location. So they dress it up from time to time. So I'm trying to find That's You, you, you got to check your nudes while okay. we're on the podcast. Yeah, no, I understand. You, 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 squirrel nudes is not weird. Don't, don't worry about, me. don't worry about this podcast. Dyke and I will talk to each other. Dyke, we've learned a lot today. <laughs> We've learned about, we've learned that uh, Bridge is a superhero. We've learned that you will not let anything sway you away from a camp story. I mean, we try. And you're like, anyway, a lot of what you're saying is amazing. And you could make, I think several movies came out of the stories that she told. And then you had to, out of that, tell a story about, well, someone one time ate cake out of the middle of a cake that I was making, which I think was an episode of The Cosby Show. (laughs) 
I remember that with Olivia. She ate a piece of the cake and he put a paper towel in there, which frankly was a better story. And then we found out what Bridget said was that you invented some super cake that she also makes where she puts dirty money in it. Yeah. And again, you're like, yeah, you yeah. call it the stripper cake? It's actually a big, big success. Made popular by the movie Hustlers. <laughs> the old stripper cake. There's nothing, I like that you put it in the middle so that you could have a bunch of cake and then not not until you've eaten a good, like, I don't know, a significant amount of it, you realize there was a bunch of dollar bills in there. It was a pretty, I saw something the other day and it's like, a, it's like a jack-in-the-box that you put in the cake stand and it oh. has... Like you put things in that you put gift cards in a tube in the middle of it. Let me specify yeah, that. You didn't uh, say it's that not just dirty money. Just hand, I mean, it might be, sweaty but it's inside of, of the tube. <laughs> but it's like then like you press a button and it pops on the top of the cake. And I was like, no. I mean, jack in the box are scary enough. Like, I don't care if and then the jack in the box is throwing money at you from a cake. That's like, too much for you. That's a stripper cake. You can put your thing. fingers on a hot pan, like a fully cooked pan, <laughs> that's you can my grab line. it out of the oven, but no, 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 no jacket, no jack no in the cake. No jack in the box. Wow. No, because they always look like clowns. <laughs> Forget that. I think that is funny that it is. Again, it's just like the movie Unbreakable because she has a, a weird, uh, her weird um, thing, her kryptonite is is clowns. Yeah. Like she can take whatever hot pan Taxidermied you throw Taxidermied squirrels. Fine. Hot pans. Doesn't matter. Dirty yeah. cake. She can eat all the dirty cake it's in the fine. world. But if she, if a clown shows up and he's throwing a hot pan, that's like, her cool, kryptonite. Cool, I'm by. Gotta go. I, I not. Nope. I hate it. <laughs> what do you? I'm flustered just thinking about it. What do you enjoy? Not maybe not necessarily like if you had free time to cook and do whatever you wanted. Like, what do you really enjoy cooking? Uh, my favorite thing to do is like I come from a family. Mom's one of seven girls. They all live really close. Like I grew up not realizing that you don't hang out with your cousins every other week. Um, so it's like I like big families. I like meals. I like. Are comforting mm-hmm. but then the artist in me kind of wants to like switch it up a little bit make it kind of interesting uh so doing something that's like comfort food in a different way which is not like a novel concept but it's something that's always been fun for me just because like my siblings have always been picky so i'm like you like this it looks weird you should try it and so it's like creating things for people my sisters this last year decided that they're vegetarian so it's like coming up with food that's you know our comfort food that we grew up in is like Irish family is mm-hmm. like, you know, it's like pretty meat heavy. Meat, meat and potatoes. Meat and potatoes. Yeah. So it's like coming up with stuff that like they'll eat that tastes like that, but is completely vegetarian is a lot of fun. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna be doing some plant based episodes of Heart of Brunch coming up, and I've been looking really? for some uh it'll be delicious. There'll be plenty of food, Chris, I promise. <laughs> I God damn it. God damn it. Oh my god. Tofurky. <laughs> a whole tofurky. What days are those? It's a broccoli you day. You won't even know. You won't even know. I'll bet. I'll, I'll know. You won't know. I'll know. You think I'm going to cook some whack shit up in here for? It's going to be half. It has to be better because yeah. it's plant based. Yeah, it yeah. To, no, it has I get to be it. good. But are you? Do you have uh, at Bird Dog? Is there like a? A lot of people have to do like vegetarian menus. Do you have like vegetarian? Yeah, we menus? have. A, well, and it's like the area that we're in. I don't yeah. know if I can say that, but it's like, yeah, we're in a you, pretty. You can say whatever you. <laughs> Again, we didn't. We don't. This is my fault because we're supposed to have the whole. Hey, as you're getting on, we're uh, you didn't give her the warnings. No, absolutely not. I did this not is give my first warning. podcast, so like, nope, I don't. You're know absolutely right. I dropped the ball. What we do is like talk about. You can't. You know, if you're going to say something disparaging against whatever it is, then you probably don't want to say where you were working. So, like, you shouldn't say disparaging things about women, like side bitch and things like that? <laughs> you would think so. You would okay, think so. Cool. Again, I'm just we, making sure I know the rules. What's funny is we did have that conversation. It came from the guy who dropped, who, start, who started the podcast with side bitches. He started it, and he didn't listen to his own advice. But, yeah, you can, you can talk about that. It's just, you know, if you're going to say something bad about it. But, obviously, we're here to 
know, coming from BrewDog, I mean, yeah. that's, the, that's the biggest thing. So you can. Yeah. So it's it. like I, I work in Fountain Square and it's like it has a yeah, really amazing vegan vegetarian community. Right. Which has been a lot of fun. Um, BrewDog's great about like we do cauliflower wings. We do every single thing that is in our fryers is gluten free flour. So it's like we try oh, to like wow. care of that. We have vegan buns. We have gluten free buns. We have the Beyond Patty that we have in house. Uh, we do cauliflower wings. We do cauliflower sandwich. Every Monday is Veggie Monday, so you come in and get two for one, uh, yeah. all of our vegetarian entrees. So it's like we try to be pretty open to it, but it's also been fun because then like when we do brunch, it's like I've done like a Beyond Meatloaf like sandwich that's like I had a guy who didn't really assume he was, couldn't read as illiterate because he was like <laughs> he ordered he's like this is the best meatloaf I've ever had. And I was like, oh, are you vegetarian? He was like, well, no. And I was like, that's why I got the meatloaf. There's no for meat in that, sir. <laughs> And he's like, there's no meat in this. And I was like, no. And he's like, this is the best meatloaf I've ever had. And it's like, okay, you're not listening. It's not. <laughs> but like, thank you. Like it's, yeah. but it's, it makes it kind of that much more. Cause like, I'm not a vegetarian, but right. to make something that, you know, not only caters to people who are vegan, who are vegetarian, but it's like, is delicious for everyone. It's like, cause you shouldn't have to, I mean, you shouldn't have to like lose taste in order to, to right, right, right. do something you're passionate about. But that's just sort of just even now, I mean, we're just sort of sort of catching up with that, right? Mm-hmm. Where people have been vegetarian and vegan for a while. And I think, I feel like Indiana specifically has really stepped up, but just mm-hmm. now catching up like, Hey, just because it doesn't have meat in it, it can still be, it has to be, like you said, it has to be better yeah. than that. Yeah. It's like, that's, not set up. Were you like, just saying you were going to skip Mondays. broccoli day on my podcast? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> actually, you know what though? Seriously, regardless of what we're saying here, I will skip broccoli. I'll tell you that. I will be, uh, like, going to go out of town. <laughs> I will have the, uh, that's the day I will get the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. I don't so want to. Do you get to, do you, do you get a little more leeway on the, on the brunch items as far as like playing around with stuff? Yeah. I think it's also, you know, that's, what's cool about Birdog is that each different location is in such a different area mm-hmm. that it's like, you know, the people who are here are different from in Columbus are different from Pittsburgh or different from Cincinnati. So it's like, you want to, you know, obviously like be on brand, but also, yeah. you know, appease to your audience. And so it's definitely been. You know, it's like Fountain Square is such a cool area. And, so, you know, brunch in Indy, I think, is awesome. And it's like, it's yep. definitely like. Goddamn right. It like, is. <laughs> <laughs> like, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> um, but no, it's it's definitely it's there's a lot of amazing chefs in Indy that are making brunch. So it's it's cool to be able to kind of step up yeah. and, and make something interesting and different. And and I am very fortunate that I get to be a little creative with that. That's a, I want I want to come in and eat some brunch now at Brewdog. Yeah. Have you not been there before? I don't think. No, I don't think. You I haven't been, been to Brewdog. You invited the head chef Brewdog. I'm know. literally telling you. I it was like I know you, and he was like, oh, I don't know you. <laughs> like I don't like, like I don't even know Brewdog like, is what. Stranger, I don't know. I'm in a bar and I'm drunk. And I don't know you. I oh, almost called the police on her until she said that she was a chef, and then I was like, well, that's a horse of a different kind. <laughs> When can you come on this? I, I will tell you my, I mean, I, I guess I'm not a whole lot, but I've been to Brewdog a couple times because I live in Bates Hendricks. So it's right there. Yeah. And we were, God, we were so excited to have it, but can uh, I say your address on here too? Just while you're no, no. Well, for some reason, this, is, this <laughs> theme is like, it's always like super secret. Like I'm not going to tell my address. Like I'm Bates Hendricks. Come find me. Yeah. I don't care. Um, but uh, I was going to ask if it, is it, especially with the, the brunch situation out in Fountain Square, was that intimidating coming into that? A little bit. Yeah. That? I mean, cause you're again, your credentials are amazing and Know, you're only doing amazing things so i don't i don't know but i would imagine that coming into that when you came into it, it had to be intense. yeah especially it's like there i mean there's so many like I, I mean i said it's like there's amazing chefs and so it's like yeah. oh yeah no pressure like right one of them in the top top brunch places in india are all in fountain square like not, yeah. not all there are amazing ones all over the place but like it's, no it's but like, it's, oh, a, it's my a god like yeah but in the specific area we are is i was like maybe we can you know it's like we do like beer cocktails let's do beer brunch cocktails i'm like let's make this a different 
like sort of yeah. experience. Like obviously I think there's definitely like a niche for everyone. And, and I think that finding that is, is what makes this industry super cool. It's like, there's so many amazing breweries in any, there's so yep. many amazing restaurants, but it's like, there is definitely a place for everybody. And so yep. finding where you fit. Yep. No, it's, it's, oh, I'm constantly intimidated though. <laughs> well, I mean, I just, that's what pushes you though a little bit. You're I like, just yeah. remember being so excited, you know, being out there, being so excited the brew dog was coming up. And, and I mean, you love it. I, I love that place. You know who loves it? The dog. Uh, so much <laughs> but it, it, it was good and it, it's really, really good. And I, I mean, you guys are continuing to do good things. But yeah, Fountain Square is no joke. I would not, I mean, you do what you got to do, but I wouldn't drop a restaurant. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, and the, and the people who put it there is like, they're not from any. So it's like, oh, like, okay yeah cool. yeah like, no, and then they're like oh yeah you're gonna be the head chef and i was like okay <laughs> but i think that that's a whole different thing because i would imagine that people are coming out to brew dog that are not then like oh well let's see how brew dog measures up on the brunch side yeah brew dog comes with its own it's a different kind of place you know it's, we've tried to sort of it's like fountain square is such like a very tight-knit very like locally yeah. forward place and it's like no like we want to you know have that like we be want a to, part of the community to have yeah. like local you know vendors come in we do a first friday that like we feature a local artist every first friday and so like we have them come in display their art and then we display it through the month like yep. we want to be a part of the community found square brew next door to us we just did a collab beer with them which was super good oh like, wow that's awesome yeah so it's definitely fun it's it's a different kind of it's like we're not here to compete like we want to be a part of the community yeah. well i mean i think that's the thing is like people are always indiana specifically we talk about this all the time on this podcast about how they're really supportive of local but Sheila brew dog you know i know it, it's not indiana grown but it's still everybody in there is living here we're all yeah. it's it's still the indianapolis serving community and it's I, like our entire crew is it's like we are all local we've all been here right. for forever and uh, we have a couple of different services we're like yeah like we were in fountain square like we grew up in fountain square before it like and it's trying to like, yeah. it's awesome to be here now and like see how much it's grown. Yeah. It's awesome. So I'd, I'd never been to brew dog, but I, I was parked right next to brew dog the other day. Wow. And I had this, I, it, the, story, the I story's not done. All right. I can't, I, can't, I, can't, I can't, I can't wait to see how it goes. I can't wait to see where this is going to go. So especially I, when you started the podcast with, with uh, side bitches, let's see how you, let's see how you end it. Let's see if you stick that so, landing, uh, but I parked there one time. No, a, so I, w- I went to the, there's a thrift shop that's right next door. Sure. Can you go sign on the thrift shop? <laughs> Is that very, what you're very, doing? Very important at this well, time. Hey, I haven't been to your store, but I need you to support the thrift so shop I, I go like, to. Uh, That's where I get all my good shirts. So I was like, yeah, I need to. Oh, I blew the ass out of my jeans. Um, right, so I listen, needed, listen, I needed I need some, you to get I know we're not doing it. We're, we're working very hard on not interrupting each other, but I'll tell you what. I have never heard of a single person blowing their ass out of jeans once. Not even once. I've never heard a person tell me once. I've heard Dykes, we've known each other for, I mean, at this point, we're going on a almost decade, 10 years. Yeah, yeah a decade. Yeah. I have heard you talk about, at least annually, at least every <laughs> single year of the year I've known you, like, what another pair of jeans? And I've never done that once. It's I've like, never heard of anybody. It's like, like, the aggressive way to is like, blow the ass. I'm yeah. like, oh, okay. Yeah, no. Not like, not like it slowly wore down over time. Nope. No, like uh, it was like. Explosive. Like, blow it out jeans. Yeah, he says it. And the thing is, too, is like. You know, I'm going to tell that uh, diarrhea story at my house that one time. Not today, not today, but someday I'm going to tell that story. Uh, that's that's a that's a horse of a different color right there. It's like but, just a little teaser. Just so you people know, <laughs> I'm going to do it. Future podcast. I'm going to make Dyke tell because he tells it so much better than I do. I mean, I tell everybody that I meet, but uh, <laughs> but it's good. But yeah, every every single year he has a hey, I blew out the ass of these jeans. Like, what are you doing? I, what it did gets, you do? They, things get caught in the kitchen. No, long, I feel like. <laughs> No, no, no. Like, hey, Bridget, you in. Bridget, you work in a kitchen. Have you ever I blown do. out the ass of your jeans? You know what? I haven't. Huh. I haven't. That's weird. weird. It's odd. And it's she's odd. like the head chef. It's not like she's like every once in a while I'm in a kitchen. That's her life. Yeah. And not, not, but you, when you, Bridget, you said you, you haven't done it like this year. You mean you've never done it literally ever, right? I don't think I've ever, I would, I would, ever. I would say 
and you can quote this, I have never blown out the ass of a fan. <laughs> well, you know, Zero percent. Different strokes for different folks. Okay. Right? Anyway, so you're so, asking. So I was like, this, I, is, a, this is a brew look, dog story, by the look, way. Look, I got to I gotta go this through. This is his plug for my business. Yeah, that's right. He's about to push it. I have to, well, it's, it's a plug for something. I, I like know. that. If you got a plug, then you would blow out things like that. <laughs> is that too far? Was no, that that's good. Line? That's good. That's great. She just shut me down. I got nothing. That was amazing. So that's amazing. I remember I pulled up and I. I, mean, I, I love you. She is dropping gold. That was amazing what she did. You're like, right. anyway, I was at the thrift stop. No. Buying jeans that weren't just full of an asshole. That's how you do. I'll be I will be the straight guy you and she can make the jokes in the story. I didn't honestly, I'll tell you what. He's I, like, um chef, could you please be a little less crass? <laughs> like reel it in. This is a classy podcast. I thought you said you weren't funny at the beginning <laughs> of this podcast. No, okay, A, no, I didn't say I was funny. My friends were like, you're going on a comedy podcast? You're not that funny. And they I was like, wrong. cool. And they're like, you just have like really bad things that happen to you that are really funny to listen to. And I'm no. like, so my life is funny, but me as a human, not funny as it turns out. I got to tell you, you know what's funny is that. that I thought we were going to have to carry the podcast and she's been doing most she of the heavy lifting. Killing it. I did not need to be here at all. I could have been sitting over there with Zach, you know, promoting white nationalism <laughs> but no she has been gold but you go ahead with your uh thrift store story. yeah so anyway sorry sorry i'm at the thrift store and i remember i had the thought i look over i go oh brew dog and i was like oh we're gonna have a guest that's the head chef at brew dog uh-huh. and i was like she works right there and then i walk in and uh um, to brew dog no no to the, to the sure. thrift. no he's been very clear he has never been in. i but just like, wanted to specify that this has nothing to do with brew dog also i was here's the thing go ahead I've blown the ass out of my jeans. <laughs> you mentioned that. So we I, did talk about I that. I didn't want to walk into any place. Just real side though, that's because you work in a kitchen all the time. That's what you're <laughs> that's what you're saying about yeah. the ass blowing. Uh, I'm gonna take a poll next time I work <laughs> of all my staff. With all of her chefs. All Just of my a, and I'll put together like how long have you each been cooking? Yeah. Yes, this, this. And I'll send it to you. How many times have you blown Just the so ass you out know, of jeans? Just so you know where you are in the Senate. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. So also yeah, should create a bar graph <laughs> blown out your ass. Also, I was, Not you know, making a pastry steins come in. I'll, I'll I, I wear pretty, pretty shabby clothes when I work. Like I have well, an old, yeah. I have an Ivy Tech hoodie. I did not graduate from Ivy Tech, but I went there 20 years ago. Uh-huh. Um, I have blown out jeans that I'm wearing and I have old, old tennis shoes. Yeah. And so I go and I, I find some clothes. <laughs> wait, wait, I, just, I'm so sorry. I don't want to keep in order this because I know we're running out of time, but <laughs> you're saying that you were in a situation that you blown out so many pairs of jeans that the jeans you were wearing to buy new jeans that weren't blown out, those were the jeans. You didn't like blow out a pair like, well, I better buy another one because I'm running out of jeans that don't have the ass blown out. No, you, you I was wearing had, the blown out ones. You only yeah. had blown out jeans. Correct. Cool. cool, cool feel cool, like cool. it happened. He was like, I need to go to the thrift store now. now. Right now. now. That's now. why now. I can't go into Brew Dog. I don't have time. I don't have the extra time I would. Yeah. for fooling around at Brew Dog. <laughs> Got to take care of these jeans. Would love to try your food. However, yeah. my ass is hanging so out of my big. Ass is out. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, the, so then, uh, you know, I did have a, a thought while I was in there. I was like, yeah, maybe I should pop over to BrewDog. Now with those jeans. After I, after I buy these new jeans. Yeah. Um, I love then, that. I just love the picture of you coming in there and your ass is blown out like, hey, is Bridget here? And then Bridget's <laughs> in the back like, tell him I'm not. Here. I'm just like, I thought I knew him at that one time, but I tell him she doesn't actually know you. No, she no, thought no. you were Oreo Jones. <laughs> <laughs> She sees you now and she's like, no, she doesn't even know you. Tell homeless Oreo Jones that Bridget is dead. Okay? She's died. She doesn't work here. She'll never work here. She'll again. never work. She I never feel, come back in here. 
feel like what she did was she told whoever you asked about like, hey, is Bridget here? She's like, no. And then texted you from the back of the kitchen like, sorry, I can't do your podcast. Yeah, I came down with something. <laughs> so I, uh, so they had to call this other girl, lady over to ring me up. And um, and they were like, and, and they were like, they were like roasting her, and they were like giving her a hard time. Roasting her, her ass was out there <laughs> roasting her. And like, they were like, everything you're doing is wrong. And like, she was trying to put my clothes in like this too small of a bag, and they were like, that bag's too small. He needs a bigger bag. <laughs> and I'm just standing there, like, you know, whatever's fine. Like, why are you guys roasting her? You're like, do you and have then- a bathroom? I'll just put them on now. <laughs> And then, and then, and so she's like pulling the clothes out of the, the small bag, put them in the bigger bag, like kind of rolling her eyes, like, I don't need this in my life. And, uh, like, she's doing that. And they're like, look at this man. He obviously works outside. He's covered in wet cement. What? <laughs> Why are you introducing that now? Why is that just now showing up in the story? picture at the beginning of the story. No, 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 no. I was not covered in wet cement. What? That's in. why it was the weirdest thing that's ever happened to me. What were you covered in? No, I were like, look, they were like, look at this man. He works all he works all day with wet cement. They were yeah. saying this in front of your face, though. To my face. Yeah. Wow. They, I'm like, but like they were helping me. They were like, like, why the fuck are you taking so long? He he has to get back to the wet cement. Yeah. And I was like, why? He's not gonna be wet for long. And I was like, why are you shot calling this wet cement? And so. When I walked out, I couldn't possibly go to BrewDog because I was like, I already have this blown out ass situation. Wow. But now people think I work with wet cement. <laughs> I feel like like a homeless person. And yeah. so I just I just That's what did it. Went into my car. Not, not before cried. when your ass was blown out of your pants, but after the cement comment, like, well now I just feel dirty. It's like, you know what? <laughs> I don't even know. Bridget, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Do you have any? Do you have any anything you like to any upcoming events or social that media? I like to plug right do you now? like to plug right now? Yeah, I like to plug yeah. something. Yeah. I, thank you for putting on pants that have an asshole in. Uh, no, thank you guys for having me. It was amazing. I mean, coming to Brewdog, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, put your pants on. Probably with an asshole in your pants. <laughs> this is good. Come to Brewdog. Put some pants on. I like. Like plug my job a lot, but like I'm gonna get fired now. <laughs> I said asshole a lot. Right sure. now. I have to go back and edit out all the brew dog comments. Like, listen, I can't have you brew dog in with that ass <laughs> yeah. blood out guy. Like, yeah. we're gonna. That's like, like no one's gonna come in. Yeah, I, I stayed a sanitary distance from brew dog. Let's let's make that clear. I I appreciate that. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I, that's I, what I'd like to plug. Everyone, wash your hands. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. You go ahead, though. What, are you, what uh, could you possibly finish with that? Nothing. Uh, fantastic guest. Fantastic, fantastic. We will definitely have you back for the Tournament of Champions. Yes. Uh, what? I, I didn't know. even know that was a thing. <laughs> None of us did. We literally just found out about that. It's in the notes. <laughs> you guys should start reading the notes. What are we doing? Wow. Follow us, as always, on social media, at Harder Brunch Podcast. And uh, wash your hands, stay safe, and we'll see you next time.